my dear brothers and sisters in Christ. In my recent Advent pastoral letter, A Reason to Hope, I declared this year, our 40th anniversary as a diocese, as a year of hope. Drawing on the inspiration of our Holy Father, Pope Francis, who invites us all to recommit ourselves to the gospel of Jesus Christ, who is our hope. I asked that we pray and act together to initiate a new strategic plan, a new direction for our beloved diocese. That plan, which we formally launch next weekend, will call on each of us to grow into a mature missionary disciple whose vocation will be to serve Christ in our local church parish communities. In the spirit of hope that fills this year, for this reason and for many other reasons, today is a very special and joy-filled day for us as we call our brother, Paul Joseph Birdsall to the Order of Deacon, which is truly a ministry of service rooted in the gospel of Jesus Christ and the tradition of the church. Furthermore, during this celebration, I invite us all to renew our commitment to serve Jesus Christ in each other so that we will each play our part in renewing our parishes as the renewal of our diocese unfolds and God's will for us is brought to life as we journey together to our golden jubilee in 2027. As today in this wonderful celebration, we focus on the important and the vital ministry of deacons, I invite all our deacons here present to renew their ordination promises to be servants in the cause of the gospel. This celebration offers a moment for us to realize or to recall that diaconal ministry does not exist only to assist the ministry of priests and bishops, but diaconal ministry is an integral part of efforts to put into practice God's call to show love and to care for his people. It is important to note that, as will happen very soon in this ordination liturgy, the deacon is presented with the book of the Gospels at ordination and instructed to, and I quote from the right, receive the gospel of Christ, whose herald you have become. Believe what you read, teach what you believe, and practice what you teach." End quote. Being privileged to proclaim the gospel at Mass, it is also the deacon's duty to practically witness to the gospel in his ministry of service to the church community. Paul. Very soon, the gospel of Jesus Christ will be presented to you, and you will accept the challenge, the obligation, and the graced responsibility to proclaim and to live the gospel. This obligation, 
to proclaim and to live the gospel accepted by Paul and all who are ordained as deacons last for a lifetime, not just until, as in some cases, and as is the case for Paul, the deacon is ordained to priesthood. For their ministry to be all that God wishes it to be, I want to emphasize that every good priest and every good bishop must have the heart of a deacon. The ministry of service, that is, diaconal ministry, must be part of the very foundation of all that they engage in for the kingdom of God and for the good of the church. Our readings for this ordination liturgy remind us of the very long tradition of deacons serving at the assembly and then going forth to serve in various ways in the local community. Our first reading today from the Book of Numbers reminds us that Levi and his descendants were set aside to do just that. In our second reading from the Acts of the Apostles, we heard of the apostles asking the community to select some men who were, quote, deeply spiritual and prudent, end quote, to serve the needs of the believing community. Our brother Paul has been in formation and study for a number of years now, and you heard earlier in this celebration the testimony that those responsible for his formation support his call to be ordained a deacon. Today, filled with hope, Paul, our brother, presents himself for ordination. In receiving Paul's yes to ordination, we are all renewed in the hope that he will always strive diligently to embrace all the qualities required to be a good deacon, some of which are to always be a man of prayer and a man open to God's will for him, to be reflective, active in ministry, and available to respond to the needs of the people of God, to be a man who does not shy away from sacrifice, and to be a man rooted in service to others. Our Holy Father, Pope Francis, emphasizes that good ministry is not lived in a rectory, but out in the community, sharing the pain and the joys of the people we serve. Deacons, priests, and bishops are called to be Jesus Christ's witnesses in the varied circumstances of the lives of the people they serve. Be the circumstances of their lives holy or sinful, joyful or sorrowful, ordered or just plain messy and complicated. Paul, immerse yourself fully in ministry as a deacon, and do not only view it from the perspective of 
future priestly ordination, but see your ministry as a deacon as what it truly is, which is a ministry that is important, unique, and rooted in sacred scripture. The character of the diaconate remains with an ordained deacon for his entire life and continues to be a part of the foundation of the ministry of those who are called by the church to service as priests and bishops. Our gospel reading today from St. Matthew is explicit when it reminds us that Christ himself came not to be served, but to serve. Jesus Christ is the perfect model of what a deacon must be, one who serves all people with reverence and respect, making no distinction between people, but seeing all people with Jesus' eyes and serving all people with Jesus' hands and heart. Pope Francis has called us specifically to be, and I quote, a church which is bruised, hurting, and dirty because it has been out on the streets rather than a church which is unhealthy from being confined and from clinging to its own security, end quote. Our church needs this kind of pastoral presence and action now more than ever. Paul, along with all your brother deacons and priests, you can be a visible sign of Jesus Christ's presence in the daily lives of the people entrusted to our pastoral care. In the past year, Paul has had the opportunity to immerse himself in pastoral ministry and to learn how to spiritually journey and pray with people. The response of the lay faithful to his presence among them and his prayer has been positive and affirming. And I'm grateful to the members of the laity who have assisted in Paul's formation. In a special way, I thank Father P.J. Madden and the faithful of St. Hilary Parish and Matthews for their assistance in Paul's formation. I'm also deeply grateful to Paul's wonderful parents, to his siblings and other family members who have nurtured his faith and supported his call to ordained ministry. Thank you for sharing your son and your brother with the church. We pray that all parents will support their sons who are discerning a call to priesthood as well as their sons and daughters who are discerning a call to consecrated religious life. Like all deacons, priests, and bishops, Paul will need our prayers as he begins, and I ask your prayers for him and for all our deacons. Let us also pray for one another as we together follow the call of our God who promises us in this year of hope that he has a plan for us and will listen to us when we call upon him. 
Our hope is in the Lord, our God, who made heaven and earth. And so, my brothers and sisters, alone, therefore, by the power of the Holy Spirit, let us now proceed to ordain this man to serve God's holy people as a deacon. Amen.